0: Chris is joining us from Can't Swim today, and we appreciate you stopping by, dude. Um, what's going on? How are you?
1: I'm good, man. Thanks for taking the time. I'm just sitting here enjoying a seltzer water.
0: Oh, dude. Thank you for you taking the time to come chill with us and talk and see what's going mm-hmm. on. You said you're in Florida right now off the record. Is that that you guys are recording still? Is that where you're?
1: Uh, I actually moved down here. No um, way. Yeah, a few months ago. Yeah.
0: No shit. Is that and, convenient for the um, the band no. stuff? Because I know, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, like they're all from New Jersey. You guys are from New Jersey. Like what?
1: Yeah. Throughout the years, it's been slowly changing. Um, oh, okay. Our drummer actually now lives in Atlanta. Our guitar player actually predominantly spends most of his time in England because his lady lives in England. So mm-hmm. we're all we're all over the place. Yeah.
0: No. As long as you make it work, dude. I think Concord divide is like the perfect example though. All those checks are from completely different parts of the world and they make their band, you know, work well. So yeah.
1: headquarters, we call it headquarters is still in New Jersey. We practice there. Uh, we ship the merch from there, but a lot of us have, uh, departed. Sadly, New Jersey will always be home, but we've been exploring other avenues. They're New Jersey.
2: It's also very New Jersey to move to Florida.
1: same with pennsylvania
0: yeah it is very yes 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 oh man but Um, uh you dropped two singles from pure noise recently to heal it all you have to feel it all deliver us more evil is is this like a little little bit of a teaser to what's to come with more music with like an album or an ep possibly
1: uh yeah it's uh two songs off of our new album called change of plans which is uh October 22nd, comes out October 22nd, and those are the two singles off of it, and I do believe we're going to release one more single off of it before the album comes out, and uh, yeah, we've been sitting on it for quite some time, we recorded mm-hmm. it, with, uh, Will Putney, can't even remember, last August really? or um, which is also New Jersey.
0: Right, yeah, he does a lot of yeah. hardcore, deathcore bands, mostly like his roster has a lot of those kind of
1: bands yeah he plays in uh fifth for an autopsy and yeah yeah uh really nice guy so yeah we've been looking forward to putting it out for a while now so it's exciting that it's coming up
2: so you guys seemed uh super busy during 2020 you guys uh released some reimagined songs um and then you also released someone who isn't me and then also recording a full length. So did you just like, kind of took like COVID to be like, we're just gonna do everything and any, like everything we wanted?
1: I think, yeah, two reasons. Yeah, we were looking for ways to stay relevant, of course, like everybody was, and Mm -hmm. mostly just for my own sanity. Usually I'm like writing or recording or at least playing a show. And now I had all this free time, so. Yeah, the uh, reimagined songs were certainly just a, uh, a COVID project. I don't think any of us really even had that idea before we were stuck in our houses. And then Someone Who Isn't Me was a little bit of both. It was started uh, recording it in March, right before the world fell apart. And then I flew home from L.A. and I finished it remotely. So it was like a half and half, somewhat of a COVID project, if you will. And then, yep. Uh, we weren't sure if we were going to be able to get in the studio with Will Putney to do the full length. And obviously a lot of our time was freed up because we couldn't tour. And then it worked. Will Putney was able to get us in and we made a record. So very cool. So busy time.
2: (laughs) But for, so for uh, someone uh, who isn't me, it obviously is uh, a bit different than the rest of your stuff. Obviously still, you know, remotely in the same vein, but like definitely more electronic influence. Um what like what made you decide to go that route and like make that kind of EP?
1: Sure. Um even like the title is uh a play on words like someone who isn't me, like like kind of like going down another avenue. And actually a lot of people don't know this, but it's an acronym, Someone Who isn't me I can't swim. <laughs> 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 going, on. Um, yeah. It was just, just like kind of what you were saying. Like, yeah, very electronic. Something that I, I've always wanted to do. Uh, the producer, uh, his name is Chris Mealy. He's been a friend of mine since high school, and he's in LA and doing a lot of hip hop stuff and EDM stuff. And I always thought he was a very talented kid, and always wanted to make music with him. and I didn't necessarily know if it would work for Can Swim, so when we recorded it, it was kind of just like um, a one-off for fun, and I didn't even know if Pure Noise would like it or the rest of the guys would like it. And then once it was finished, everybody on the team uh, seemed to really enjoy it, so we put it out under Can Swim, and we've uh, yeah, we we don't really take that stuff very seriously. Like um, whatever we come up with and whatever we want to do is kind of what uh starts to happen so i think that ep is a pretty good example of like just trying different things and uh yeah i'm, I'm glad we got to do it
2: how did uh people react to it when it came out
1: yeah there was definitely some uh apprehension uh, we, we were we were pretty nervous that like people were gonna throw digital tomatoes at us um <laughs> there it was it was pretty well received um <clears throat> People understood that it was like slightly COVID, or you know, I don't know if people, um, I don't think people thought we were going to really go in that direction, or uh, even play songs live. It was just kind of like more of a streaming, you know, YouTube video kind of project. And I think our uh, the kids who are into our band kind of knew that going in, and. Not much, yeah, to, to be fair Way less negative comments Than I thought there would have been So,
0: <laughs> To be honest, I think it's I think it's pretty refreshing to say As a band signed to a record label Because I've heard horror stories um, Guests who have been on the podcast And just other musicians in general That your team is really stoked On um, releasing these songs Because sometimes labels can Put their foot down and be like No, we don't think that's going to fit the aesthetic or this and that and they can kind of dictate um how to go about with some of the songs so is it has it been pretty easy to work with pure noise and be like hey this is the song that we want to release and be like they're like, oh yeah this is great like let's work with this like that's cool dude Actually, yeah. that's pretty cool It's like I'd be refreshing
1: yeah yeah to be fair even more so than that like i uh initially presented them foreign language which was an ep we did 2018 and i actually thought it was going to be a side project i thought it was so different that pure nose would be like oh like let, let's do this under a different alias and a different name um and pure like kind of like put me in my place and was like no dude like i think it would be cool wow. if you did it as can't swim just like keep switching it up keep flipping it on everybody and i said oh yeah i mean that's ideal for me that's like what i would love to do i just didn't know if y'all would be down and no they're they've been nothing but supportive um And yeah, I think they're just fans of what we do, and they kind of just let us do what we want. So that's awesome. Yes, it's it's been pretty amazing.
2: I also think Can Swim is in like an interesting position where like your voice has that grit to it, like Mm -hmm. that hardcore grit. So when Foreign Language came out, it was like, okay, well it's heavier, but like it still makes sense. Sure. And so I I feel like not a lot of bands can do that and it just work. And then like. I, I was able to listen to the new album, and it's it's heavier. It's okay. it's heavier than the previous stuff. So like you kind of like played on foreign language and was like it worked. Let's do it.
1: Totally, totally. Yeah, I think it's something that we've always kind of gravitated towards. Uh, yeah, like growing up in hardcore punk bands. Um, yeah, but who knows? Like uh, as you were mentioning the the previous EPs. We're very different, like EDM, and, and then we did an acoustic EP almost. Like, I can't even tell you what the next Can't Swim album is going to sound like. So, I think that in and of itself is like an exciting thing. I think it keeps everybody in the band, uh, you know, yeah, excited to be in the band because it's not like we go into the studio and be like, okay, like, how can we do Stranger or Your Clothes again? It's, it, we, we always right. try to write something uh, pretty new and, and as creative as we can come up with so i think that we've set this blueprint now it's kind of easier to you know put some curveballs towards the kids i think they kind of almost expect it to you know expect it from can't swim now so
2: i was uh i was very curious like going in well from the two singles that are out already i kind of could feel where it was going sure. but i was beforehand i was like oh like are they gonna go like the someone who isn't me route and do this like wild electronico like yeah. super pop punk and then you didn't and i was like okay cool like this is also so it awesome is.
1: Yeah so, yeah that, i think subconsciously that's kind of been the goal is just to kind of keep people guessing and and uh yeah excited for what the hell is going to come so yeah that i'm glad that you thought that yeah seriously
0: because <laughs> yeah. your, um, your discography is very diverse yeah. for sure yeah
1: Thank you. Oh yeah.
2: And uh, a couple of my friends also thought that, like, that was it, it. Like three or four of them were like, "Oh, are they gonna do like, you know, someone who isn't me but full length?" And sure. I was like, "I don't, I don't think so. I don't think that's happening."
1: There you
2: so, go. You, you you surprised everyone.
1: I love it. I love it. Well,
2: I guess you're going to surprise
1: everyone. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, you luckily been surprised. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
2: Um, but with the new album, um. The one of the songs has Caleb. Um, I can't pronounce his name. Show, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Shoma? is it Showmo? I thought it was Shomo Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Um, but how? How was that? Uh, the song is incredible. You're you two together. Great match.
1: Thank you very much. Um, so, Mr. Caleb and I became friends on the Data to Remember tour, which was. Kind of right before COVID, a couple of months before COVID happened, um, I wasn't very familiar with him or his band before the tour, so it was awesome to get to know him and all the guys in Barrett are, are friends of mine now. And we recorded that song with Will and kind of left that middle part uh, instrumental. I didn't have um, vocals on it and i think at the very end of the process will was like oh we should like get somebody else it'd be really cool and me and caleb were just chatting um about stupid stuff not music most of the time we chat it's not about music um, right. but i was telling him oh yeah you, you, you'd be you know you would geek out on all of uh will putney's amps and he's like such a freak like you are because caleb records everything himself as well so we were just chatting about that and um I was like, Oh, would you, uh, I want to send you this song that we've been working on. And I sent him set the room ablaze. And, uh, he was like, dude, I, I need to sing on this. And I, was like, <laughs> awesome. I wasn't going to ask, you know, cause I don't want to bother you, but like, that would be great. And then he was very punctual. Like a couple of days later, like I said, he has his own studio. So he was he able to record it and send it to will. And we got it done. Uh, what seemed to be in a few minutes, it was like the easiest process. Uh, and yeah, I think it I think it, it like fits so well with the theme of the song and he's got this arrogant, you know, swag to him no. that I, I think is uh, so perfect for that that little section in the song and um yeah, I'm I'm very excited for people to hear it. Also very very excited for people to see the music video we shot for it, which Sick. is cool just as insane and funny as the song is. So.
0: <laughs> and that's kind of like more complicated to get him in the video in itself. You know what I mean? That's usually never easy when you're yeah, trying that, to make that kind of production.
1: Totally. Totally. Yeah. He's a busy, he's a busy boy. Actually, yeah. we, I luckily got to see them a couple of days ago, maybe a week ago in St. Petersburg, Florida on their headlining tour. So they're, that was
0: cool. they're, they're killing it on that tour. Um, Chris or not Chris, um, nick from calling all captains he uh is on he's he's one of their crew members um and he says the tour has been going really really well um dude i experienced the bear tooth show when we were on war tour in 2017 Mm. they fuck dude like people freak out for him too very very aggressive different from the crab core era for sure but yes very (laughs) yeah they do have that edge to them and stuff like but that's gonna be something people are gonna be anxiously waiting for is for that song to drop.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's uh like I said, I'm very excited for people to hear it. It's pretty insane. Yeah.
2: So if you have a video for it, that means it's most likely gonna be the third single?
1: That is the truth. That is the truth. I actually was just talking Facts. to talking to the label earlier today before you guys called me and we weren't sure if we were gonna release it like on the day of the album coming out, October twenty second, but I do believe we are going to uh, release it a little bit before just to give even more of a taste of the album so that's the plan
0: dude i'm looking at will puny's fucking discography i didn't know he was a part of Your welcome for a day to remember i didn't know he was a part of brain pain brain pain for four years strong this is yeah. like
1: crazy he, had, he did all of brain pain in the studio that I we were know that yeah. and then for a day to remember he was actually working on that when we were we were there i think it's just a few songs like two or three songs yeah
0: yeah like i just remember like him being the hardcore guy and the metalcore yep. guy like straight from the path hours murder knocked loose silent planet, like solid yeah. fucking goddamn i mean then you got bands like pig destroyer so it's like that's fascinating that um he was really starting to get himself into other Perspectives of other, you know, bands that aren't metal, okay. hardcore and stuff. Because okay. his production quality is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, so it's a no brainer to go to the guy. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. yeah. He's a wizard. He, uh, he's also like I'm kind of like a recording nerd on my computer, and I, I thought I was like pretty quick and editing around. Dude, he it's it's he's on another level. <laughs> <laughs> he
0: yeah, probably knows no. all the shortcuts. Just like
1: it's crazy. It's me and Danny my guitar player he's also danny's really really fluent with logic and yeah will just i just i was just like watching his fingers i was like what like how is he done
2: his wife might uh, be other happy. than
1: like being a, an amazing musician and a producer or whatever but like i was uh very impressed by his his uh shortcuts as you said <laughs> yeah.
0: right yeah exactly like the the shortcuts the keys the the, the dude I, I don't know how they do it i don't yeah, i don't
1: he, know it's crazy he flies he definitely flies
2: so going on tour with silverstein and plotting you you got Uh, it so are you guys ready to get back on the road like are you guys a little nervous about what's to come and uh because of everything
1: sure uh yeah i mean yes the answer to that question is yes we've been out of the loop now we actually sold our van we have a new drummer we have a new guitar rig set up like lot of a lot of new things uh plus we haven't done this in almost two years um and then yep the state of the world obviously makes it a little bit nerve-wracking hopefully mrs covid will calm herself down by november but obviously you know it's something that you have to take into consideration and uh yeah to answer your question yes i am slightly nervous but it's more uh excitement and um very, very eager to get back out there and, and start, you know, get get back to work and you know be around my my best buds and uh, yeah yeah. I mean, Is it's what everybody's going through and it's yeah. our it's our time in November. So, fingers crossed. But we're we're all very very excited. So.
2: Is the tour taking any like precautions of like the bubble? I keep hearing about the band bubbles.
1: Yeah, I don't know this specifically, but I was asked. To show our, all of our vaccine cards, like even um, our crew, like my wife and my brother are coming. And, like, they were obviously vaccinated. They didn't get vaccinated for the tour or anything, but they uh, they had to show. So I guess, like, the tour manager of Silverstein is, like, compiling all this stuff. And, yeah, the, my friends that have been touring so far, it seems like no green room. So, like, a buddy and. Can't come in the green room, even if you put them on the guest list. I don't know if that's what Silverstein's going to be, but I assume that's probably. So.
0: Yeah, it's so, all, it all varies. It, it's, it's different for every tour, for sure.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just so interesting seeing how like live music is going forward and how it's going forward, and uh, you know, unless you're in it, like you just don't you don't see it all. And so it's it's I I I like talking about it because I want like the the fan to have an understanding of like what you guys are going through and what your crew is going through. And like, there's I just wish there was a little bit more sympathy out there for, sure. for the music industry.
1: Right. Yeah. A, a fan of music is just like, Hey, why isn't this as accessible as it was not knowing that, you know, 30 people have to get vaccinated. 30 people have to get a test before they fly. Like I, I see what you mean. It, it It's a, uh, it's it's a, it's a tricky thing and it's a it's a hard work ethic that needs to be in place for any tour and now it's even like stepped up of like, mm. you know, public safety is even more of a priority. Yeah, it's it's uh, we all have our work cut out for us for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
2: For a big festival cuz I work large festivals, uh we have a whole account now for PPE. It's wow. a whole <laughs> It's a whole thing that we've created. COVID, Covid, precautions. So yeah. it's that's like, great.
0: That's I mean, great. Yeah.
2: I mean, when you're working, like, I mean, Bonnaroo, I guess, didn't happen, but like, right. you know, you have to, like.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah.
2: So uh, over, you know, six figures worth of people in an area, like. Yeah. Yeah. One person gets COVID, and there's there goes the music industry. Yeah.
1: Oh, you know. Yeah. Oh, I know. Oh,
2: yeah. It's crazy
0: Yeah, we're all trying our best here And like in the beginning Like I don't think people understand that It's not easy to collect an income when you're not on the road And for most bands, not all, but most And um, dude, like And how many live streams can you really do
1: per month? You know what I mean? Like is that
0: really going to put money in your pocket? Not, you know, the one time Yeah, but, you know it, it, We're doing our best out here, dude
1: yeah, yeah. I think we're at the end of the tunnel, and there does seem to be light at the end of that tunnel. But I hope so. It's been a long road, you know what I? I mean, it's almost coming up on two years for us, like crazy. Uh,
2: it's nuts. This is more of like me being a fan question. Sure. Um, so this too won't pass that album. I, it's one of my favorite albums, and it has been, I guess, since it came out. Um, and so, I'm sure you know The Queen and, you know, uh, Meet the Right People at the Wrong Time are two of your most popular songs. They're also two of my most favorite songs. Um, what are what are they about? Like, what are, you know, obviously fans have their own interpretations and, you know, with, like, The Queen, um, you know, of Ignorance is Bliss, like, It Still Haunts Me. Like, that line just... Resonates so hard with me. And I just would love to know, like, headspace that you were in when writing it. Same with, you know, meet, meet the right people at the wrong time.
1: Sure. Um, I guess, in theory, both of those two songs are about uh, a similar thing um, and it can be summed up with the title of the second song. Sometimes you meet the right people at the wrong times. Like, just because you are in a relationship with someone uh doesn't mean you're in the right part of your life to accept that person or vice versa and um i think it's just something that's very relatable to anybody that's grown up for you know i was maybe 29 or 28 28 when i was writing that album so obviously i've had you know a plethora of, of different relationships in my life and you know uh it doesn't even have to be romantic sometimes you know the right person But you're just not in the right headspace to uh you know be a good friend or, or whatever it is so i think those two songs kind of um talk about that and uh i think the the line that you're specifically asking about is uh more of like dealing with your sadness by like almost hoping that the other person is sad like i hope to god you're haunted by this too like i think there's like it's even more lonely if you're like laying in your bed, like, oh, I miss this person and I know that they don't care. I know they're not thinking of me wherever they are. So I think it was just a, a summary of like wishing that I'm like, oh man, I hope that person is also like haunted by this and, and, and is, is thinking about the past that we had. So I think those are very emotional, uh, breakup y, but um, both of them were written in a in a very similar time period. So
2: uh,
1: yeah.
0: Extremely dark. Yeah. Lyrically.
1: Hard stuff. Hard stuff, my God. I love that (laughs) shit.
2: Interestingly enough, recently um I I spoke to an ex. Um and I like when during that time, like I went through that whole mindset of like, you know, as long as they're thinking what I'm thinking, like it's all okay. Right. And found out that found out that that was true. And it had this, like, wave of just, like, relief over me of, like, oh, I'm not nuts.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, And or did I think about what we had in the past differently? And it wasn't a big yes. deal. Like, and if he doesn't, in your case, uh, maybe it wasn't. And I'm just a weirdo. And I was madly in love with this dude, and he never cared. Yes. So there's a solace. And, yeah, there's, uh, yes, still hurts, but it's like taking a Pepto-Bismol. It, like, hurts a little bit less.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um it's it's cool that you wrote this when you were like 28, 29 because uh that was I guess I was around I guess 27 26 when hey. the album had come out and it's so interesting to see the albums that resonate you in your like your mid to late 20s then the albums that resonated with you when you were younger and how just like more in-depth they are and how much more like complex the content of the song is um, yeah.
1: yeah i always joke about uh like you know i started can swim pretty late in my life i was like 25 when we first started and sometimes i kick myself like oh you know i should have started this in my early 20s but then i also laugh to think like what the hell would I even have written about? Like skateboarding and like Taco Bell? You know what I mean?
2: Like <laughs> worked for Blink-182, but yeah. that was also 20, 30 years ago. True, true. <laughs> you know,
1: it, it, I don't know if easier is the right word, but, you know, I've, I've, I've had so many, so many experiences in my life, so many relationships, so many things that have happened. And, you know, when you're getting on a guitar or a piano or, or however you're writing a song, uh, I think it would be a big struggle for me if I was just, you know, kind of living on easy street. And I was this hot, fresh, young, eighteen-year-old. I don't even know what uh, what songs I would I would have been written. But uh, yeah, I'm glad to hear that we were going through the same thing because I guess we're a similar age. So there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very um.
2: But yeah, it's uh, It's also I also never write when I listen to a song. So I'm glad that the context actually matched with what i was thinking the song was about
1: there you go yeah
2: um but yeah just i mean when i first listened to you guys like just every album resonated in like a certain way and um you know not many people have broken the top five of my favorite bands and can't swim did it um i don't know who you knocked out but
1: okay um, yeah They they can name unnamed
2: Yes, because I think they're a pretty popular band, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, and even, like, honestly, uh, someone who isn't me actually is one of my top five favorite EPs. Oh, hey? That's
1: awesome. That
2: came out, and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> so well, was it was like, definitely was not people by,
1: for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was quite different, quite different. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, but, yeah, so it was just, like, and I never uh, had gotten to interview prior to me no. um, coming back into things. I guess you may have like just started when I was like, I'm done. I'm sick of this shit. And then like you know, years later, I'm like, just kidding. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> I miss it. I miss talking to people. And you know, yeah. I I love I love hearing about the music, like, and what you guys are going through, and like, you know, just the process of everything. Um, I read uh, Amy's um, um, s- a summary of Change of Plans, um, and it's uh, one of the sentences was like, "It's not about playing the victim, but rather learning to appreciate what little control." Um, so just like that line before listening to the album, the new album, I'm like, "Oh, this is this is gonna be good." Yeah. This <laughs> works. So,
1: that's quite but, the setup. That's quite the setup. I like that.
2: It's a good setup. I yeah. mean, PR people know what they're doing. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like to that line, like is that is that really like the new album like it is about like, you know, not about playing the victim, but rather like con- the lack of control.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of my songs and a lot of my experiences uh, yeah, it was is, it? I mean, it's kind of why I write music, you know, like you, you can't go back in time and change certain events. And, but if you write about it, you, you, you put it into a positive. Um, it makes you feel a little bit better about it and, and hopefully it can make other f- people feel better about a similar situation. And yeah, I don't think I ever play the victim. You know, I own up to the mistakes I've made. I've owned up to my shortcomings. And this album uh, certainly Speaks about some of those things, um, and going forward, I know I'll make more mistakes. You know, this, that's yeah. just what we are as, as humans. And uh, yeah, I'd like to think at thirty, what am I? Thirty two. I'm a I'm a self aware man, and I, I uh, I'm not trying to be something I'm not. And 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 I think that's always been the uh, the motto of Can't swim. You know, we're not anything that we uh, we don't claim to be. We're not putting on makeup, and we're not. Charging kids for fucking cell phone pictures of us, like we do this band because we love doing the band, and we write music because we love writing music. And uh, I'm very happy that Amy was uh, picked up on what the album is about because it's very important to us. You know, mm-hmm. we, why we, this, the reason why we do the band is for us. You know, and that's kind of has always been the the goal. So.
0: Right. Yeah she's great dude I, I'm i sure like when you do tour And when you're like screaming in these people's faces Like your lyrics I'm sure that's like That's gotta be a relief For the relatability
1: Oh yeah oh yeah certainly man Like you know I, I don't claim to Have come from a dark past But obviously you know we've all gone through stuff And I would suggest This type of outlet to anybody You know mm-hmm. It's it's way better than yoga or some sort of therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's very lucky, and you know, and just to see all the positives it's brought my life. Like you know, I met my wife. I uh, I have a place now in Orlando. You know, when you know, there was a couple of years there, those mid twenties where I was like, oh my god, like what am I doing? Everything's falling apart. You know, and you can uh, look back at those times and be like, wow, like you know, this band is really. Uh, not only improved my musicianship and my, my musical career, but it's, you know, really made me a better person and made me, uh, in a way, happier place. So, I, like I said, any kid who's 17 right now who's like, what the fuck do I do? I would say do music in any type of outlet. It doesn't have to be a guitar. You could do a little DJ scratch or whatever kids are doing nowadays, but <laughs> <laughs> outlet for uh you know, expressing yourself and being creative, I would highly suggest to anyone. It helped me a fuck ton. So,
0: <laughs> it's definitely ah. a good outlet for people just in general. Like, I like it. There, music therapy is like a real fucking career, too. And like, people don't understand. There's a Netflix documentary. I forget what it was called, but like, they would like show, they would, they would give, I think they went to a retirement home center and like, yeah. they just gave these people. Like songs that they like. They asked, like, I guess their kids or their family relatives, like, what was their favorite songs like back in the day and stuff. And like, it brought them back to uh, that place and time. And like, it was touching because like they're getting super emotional off of just listening to one song. You yeah,
1: know? Just, but yeah. When you look at a guitar, or even like if you're singing something, like, how could something so simple? There's only like twelve notes on a guitar, and how so many lives have been changed, and how many emotions have been conveyed. I just some silly old guitar strings is 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 pretty fascinating, pretty amazing.
2: And even just the experience of a live show being no. there. Oh
1: yeah.
2: Like Life. it just like,
1: yeah. Yeah, I agree. I certainly. You're having a bad week. Looking forward to Friday, seeing you your favorite band. Then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, it's not that bad. Everything's fine.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's definitely a relief. Like that's why I, I know friends and. And, uh, and people that I care about, they they thrive at shows. They want to be in that community. They want to be listening to music. They want to sing the lyrics back. And it's just you know that gets you away from the real world because like yeah. you know we talked earlier, bro. I work a nine to five. Well, it's a five to five, but <laughs> we we all do it though. You know what I mean? Like it's it's oh, yeah. something to get us out of our uh, out of our normal routine to sure. express what we want to get out of our system.
1: I agree, man. I, uh, I feel very lucky to be able to do it full time. So it's awesome.
2: Yeah. um, to make a um, basic uh, white girl joke. Um, so uh, when you had said uh, you don't want to play the, you don't want to be the victim, early, a little earlier. Um, when is your birthday?
1: My birthday is March
2: twenty first, nineteen eighty nine. So you're an. Aries?
1: I never really followed this stuff, but I think I'm in the middle of two of them.
2: You're you're well you're definitely cause it's Pisces. Play Pi, it's play whatever's after Pisces, but it's you're the end of March.
1: Yeah, March twenty
2: third. So hold on. Oh, cause I have a theory. <laughs> I have a theory. Cause if you're a Pisces, I don't believe that you can't play the victim because I'm a Pisces and I'm good at that.
1: When when's your birthday?
2: My, February 29th oh. I'm a leap year baby. So I'm actually only seven years old.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had a buddy growing up that had that birthday. That is amazing. Seven years. You look good for seven.
2: Okay. I, thanks. Yeah. Well, I just want to let you know that you're we're well, an Aries and you're a rare Aries.
1: A rare Aries.
2: That's
1: yeah. Not, that's Never heard of that before. Rare Aries. Rare yes. Aries.
0: <laughs> I like that
2: but uh apparently aries are like the worst kind of people so oh, good no. to know that you're not i Lovely. guess it
0: depends on like who <laughs> is viewing that
2: <laughs> apparently
0: i don't know
1: some people probably would think that
0: yeah. <laughs> i i uh, <laughs> <laughs> i know i'm a sagittarius that's all i know it's a, it's a guy that's like half worse, half man so fucking i don't know what that means but a
1: big, that's a good one to be it's kind of badass
0: dude he's got bone and arrow and shit
1: I don't um, know. Oh, they're called I'm
0: Centaurs.
1: Finished. Centaurs.
0: Centaurs. Like when you did you ever see that movie fucking uh uh oh Lion the Witch and the was Wardrobe? It in, uh, was it in Step Brothers when Will Ferrell was oh, a centaur? Yeah.
1: <laughs> different movies going on here.
2: Those are way different movies. There is a centaur in the Lion the Witch and the wardrobe, though.
1: Half man, half horse. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. I I
0: get a headache Wait. when I follow that kind of stuff. Shana, how do you do it?
2: uh i don't know i have a crazy memory so (laughs) i just uh, the the things i know the things i remember i literally both when before we were talking when you said when the tour started i knew it was november 4th before you said it like i'm yeah yeah, iconic
1: you just got it A man, you gotta see rain man the movie he's got a really good memory i think i can't remember no
2: yeah you're right yeah yeah Uh uh-huh but yeah but i am in finance so like numbers
1: Oh, there I'm you go. Good with
2: numbers.
0: <clears throat>
2: yeah.
0: I'm surprised you guys didn't jump on the Pure Noise Records tour.
2: Yeah, I
1: think it's because it interferes with Silverstein. I think. I don't know. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's it uh, ends in Oc- October twenty yep. second. You guys start in November.
1: Yep. So it comes out then week two weeks later we start the tour, so
0: yeah and the surrounding there's areas
2: radius. Are there there's too. radius clauses so like yeah. i'm sure you couldn't do it anyway even if exactly. the dates didn't line up
1: exactly yeah so well,
2: look at wanna, all that you don't want knowledge
0: yeah you don't want to play the same city back to back in a short period of time yeah that, that that that's the whole thing like that's why people said a day remember um when they did self-help fest oh i not they on a group tour well dude they have their own festival And what are they going to do? Come around, you know, once. Right. right, And then two months or a month later, you're, you know, they're doing the same thing. Like,
2: sure, sure. 60 days, 60 miles.
1: Is that like the go to? That's Mm -hmm. usually what it is. Yeah, depending on. You can like finagle and, and get things around. Actually, we had a radius clause almost screw us for the A Day to Remember tour, but there's always ways to get what you want, but. Um, yeah. Happy to be doing Silverstein. Excited to get on the road. Oh, Finally, so soon. So soon. I know it's been it's been creeping up, creeping up on me. Yeah, Yeah,
2: November will be here in the blink of an eye. Oh, dude, for
0: real. And like, there's a good amount of shows that are being sold out too. So that's going to be a fucking experience. Like, you know, first tour back.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the first show was sold out, House of Blues,
0: Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh there's actually probably a lot of venues that the swim hasn't played. Uh so yeah, very excited to get back to it.
0: You've been, you've done it all, so personally. Are you a fan of the more sold out shows, huge shows, or do you like those small room those small cap room shows where the intimacy can be, you know, brought to light there with the fans? Like <laughs>
1: Obviously, there's pros and cons of both. Um, a day to remember tour was certainly arenas, like every night, so right. playing in front of like eight to ten, eight to ten thousand people. Um, but yeah, there is a, a bigger disconnect. Like honestly, uh, sometimes the way the lights would be going, like it almost made me feel like I was singing into a room of no one. Like you, you can't even <laughs> so far, like the stage is so far from the first person in the crowd it's like you almost feel like you're just in your your bedroom singing along um we're right the intimate shows kids are jumping on the stage and singing along with you there's pros and cons of both for for can't swim headlining obviously i live in reality and uh, <laughs> if we played in an arena that would be very bad so uh I, <laughs> like uh, you said voltage lounge i thought that show was amazing um but I'm not gonna lie. Obviously, walking out in in a fucking hockey arena and like yelling random shit like I do, it, it, it's it's definitely a, a cool feeling. Like my mom got to come to the Atlanta show on the Data to Remember tour, and it was just like this massive like hockey arena. And I'm like bringing her backstage, and she's just like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" You know. So <laughs> oh, let's do the there's pros and cons. I love also. that
0: for you. No, that's true. Yeah,
1: it was awesome. It was awesome so very very blessed and felt uh, very lucky to be on a tour like that um but we also love getting you know down and dirty as well so,
0: so I, put, I put you guys on a, i put you guys on a tiktok and it's really cool because of the tour and applying you you guys are releasing new music you're going to be on the tour um Adola is on a tour um spirit box is like the fucking you know face of metalcore right now which is sick and I was going through the comments, and someone said this, and like I just kind of wanted to like know, like as you know, what your thoughts are. And it's it's, it's not really negative, but I kind of just want to see like if everything's all good. But this person, I don't want to say their name because they are putting a public profile out there. He said, "Ever since I heard Can't Swim's lead singer say if the pl- if the place didn't get loud, he was going to kill himself, I have been unable to listen to them." Like, w- <laughs> what? <laughs> First of all, like. You can say whatever you want as long as like you're okay in that mo- like that moment. Like as long as yeah. You're...
1: Say it one more time. What did I say?
0: You <laughs> said uh, that. I mean, he's quote like if this is a quote, if it's real or not, but whatever. But the guy said, ever since I heard the Can't Swims lead singer say, if the place didn't get loud, he was going to kill himself, I have been <laughs> unable to listen to them. I
1: <laughs> <laughs> I almost wish I said that because that's fucking hysterical <laughs> <laughs> I can't fathom what he's referring to like yeah I can't think of it is it like a pun is it like if you flip it it's a joke I don't know I'm not yeah I, I can't I don't know I guess it will live in mystery but I have certainly never said if the place didn't get loud yeah I'm not really like that kind of guy like the whole go crazy I just do my I'm I, Happy enough to be up on stage. If y'all right. want me when I'm playing. If not, go get a hot dog. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he's getting so another focused. band and canceling mixed up. I think so. happened. Somebody
1: yesterday. I was doing an interview, and person was like, "Oh, you know, I haven't seen you guys in forever. Like the show that you came up here and did with Defender was amazing. You guys killed it that night." And I was like, "We've yeah, never like played a show." with defeater (laughs) 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 and you're confusing it with so potentially maybe this this man on tiktok is thinking of somebody else i don't know i I wouldn't believe so yeah i would kill myself in a public platform that's a terrible (laughs) thing to say
0: right so i don't know people tiktok is a very strange world there's a lot of negative with the positive to it um or just like anywhere, yeah, yeah. That's- it's the like Shana said, it's the Gen it's my Z case. MySpace dude, <laughs> and I'm just the other emo trying to say, Hey, listen to this band because they're
1: fucking sick. It's all coming back around, everything is cylindrical. Everything's we're tight, girl pants are gonna come back. Maybe the little emo, what is the thing? The fringe, the bangs are gonna <laughs> come back.
2: I've seen it, I've seen it start. Yeah. Yeah, I'm
1: sure sh- everything. And then the 70s will come back. The 80s come back. That's just the way it goes.
2: I keep seeing TikToks that are like, uh, "I wish I was a teenager back in 2005." And I was like, "No, you don't. Yeah. No, I was made fun of in high school for yeah, being Yeah, we
0: were we were punished by the fucking popular kids. Like it was
1: fucking interesting time for art and fashion for sure. Yeah,
2: the scene sure. kids,
1: snake bites. Everybody had snake bites.
0: Dude, yeah. Do you have anybody on your radar that you've been listening to that you think will um, come
1: up and be a success? Good question. I'm not too sure how to answer that. Um,
2: or someone that you want to.
0: Yeah.
1: True. I like that. Um, yeah, I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty bad music consumer. I don't do it very often, or especially with newer things. Let me. Give me two seconds here. What is it? Yeah, you're fine. Th- I
0: think. Um, well, it, I, I mean, I'll use, use this as an example. I think it was our the, the like the pop punk scene was like really really stoked that uh, Action and Adventure got signed to Pure Noise. Um, that was like <laughs> a huge awakening for the pop punk scene in Chicago. So,
1: yeah, there is this band. Uh, they are small, or whatever whatever, whatever that means nowadays. That mm-hmm. I, I would hope they would get more popular. Is They're called the Callous Dow
2: Boys. The Callous?
1: The Callous Dow Boys. I actually have one of their t-shirts hanging up in my, in my closet. <laughs> uh, they're from Atlanta, Georgia, and I really like them. I actually went out of my way to... Log in to my computer. As I am doing this as a 32-year-old man, I am very disconnected with the world. Because uh, I was like, I love this band. I love the name. I buy a t-shirt. I don't think I bought a band t-shirt in a decade. And uh, I had to buy it. Because I just thought, wow, what a brilliant name. And also, the music is pretty insane. It's pretty creative. It's like, I don't even know what you would call it. Every time I die. Okay. Plus funnier crazier i don't know they don't seem to take themselves too seriously but like the music is really good i don't know i am a callous dowboys fan so if if uh if the yeah, first of if, all it
2: sounds like it's dallas cowboys yes yeah, which just makes backwards. it even funnier
1: yeah the shirt i have is like the super bowl ring it says the
2: Cowboys. <laughs> oh so they know what they're doing
0: yeah oh. they know what they're doing yeah they're not oh, on spotify that
2: that's weird better. Yeah, um
1: man if you're bored or if you I know like you said you're always looking for new music if
2: yeah. if, you,
1: if you dig it you should shout it out because like I said 10 years not buying a band shirt that's that's a pretty long time and, uh,
0: and I trust your opinion dude I mean I, that's here they are the cow, c-a-l-l-o-u-s
1: you got it you got
0: <laughs> d-a-o-b-o y-s well first of all the da- I mean I'm wearing an Eagles hat go birds but fuck the Dallas Cowboys secondly um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, we'll definitely check it. Check them out. I don't know if they're signed. I can't play them on the podcast if they are signed, which they are. So, um, but I'll definitely take a listen to them afterwards. Yeah, I think I think the Renaissance of the music industry is going to happen very soon when we really can um, come back to some normalcy when touring oh, is yeah. a regular thing. So it's great.
2: Um, I'm so glad that I got to interview you. This has been. Uh wonderful! I, I didn't think that I was gonna start interviewing ever again. So like, just kind of thought it was a uh, like a lost cause that since you guys are one of my favorite bands.
1: Yeah, I'm happy to be the guinea pig to get you back in.
2: Yeah, <laughs> this really you guys are my first interview back. So like, awesome! This...
1: Thanks for uh, inviting me on your, your podcast.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for coming by and talking about the album, which comes out October twenty second. Um really stoked to hear the rest of it especially diverse also is the album cover like it kind of gives me like a Danny Darko vibe
1: yeah yeah this uh, a buddy of ours that we grew up with Brian Renson he's an Asbury Park New Jersey man uh that was just his take you know we used we've been using the little Oni guy for a couple years now and that was just his take kind of made him uh, a little more drawn it's all pencil drawn Um, looks it, yeah And gave him a little body and then the peacock feathers and like that little freaky gold moon. Um, Very cool. Yeah, yeah. We really didn't have many many notes. We were just like, yo, man, we want to do something with the Oni, but go nuts. And he sent that. I think that was kind of like the first draft or the first idea he had. And I was like, you should do that. That looks Mm. amazing. Uh, Yeah. So pretty
0: sweet. Yeah, it looks great, dude. uh, Make
2: sure to catch a tour date everyone listening
0: oh yeah someone, absolutely do see dude. them with the
2: plant and silverstein um Let's i will be at either uh baltimore or philly depending on <laughs> if i access wants to get me a refund or not
0: <laughs> yeah um, philadelphia december 7th
1: right, uh, really nice talking to you guys and enjoy the rest of your day
2: you too thank you
0: thank nice. you brother <laughs>